Welcome to A Day in the Life, a monthly podcast from the School Government Center for Public Leadership and Governance at the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill. Our faculty offer advice for new and veteran officials to help them navigate the potholes of public office. In this series, we talk about the daily trials and tribulations of local elected officials. It's Halloween, and next month we'll begin the holiday season, a time of year when people often think of exchanging gifts, sharing meals, and celebrating friendships and business relationships. For elected officials, receiving gifts, including meals, fruit baskets, and tickets to ball games, can be tricky. Today we're talking to Fredo Bluestein and Norma Houston about gifts. They will discuss the legal and ethical issues that govern when officials should avoid accepting gifts and favors, and they will explain what the law says. Hi, I'm Norma Houston with the School of Government, and it's a pleasure to be here with my colleague, Freda Bluestein. Thanks, Norma. It is a pleasure to be here. So I got a call recently from a mayor who wanted to know if the city's architect and contractor could take her and the other council members to dinner. They wanted to celebrate the completion of a restoration of their historic town hall. I don't think it's a violation of the open meetings law, as long as it's a social gathering and they don't talk about city business, but can they accept this generous offer of dinner for the whole board? Freda, while that's a really generous offer, I'm afraid under state law, the answer is no. We have a criminal statute, General Statute 133-32, which prohibits any public official or employee who's involved in making or administering contracts from accepting any gifts or favors from past, current, or future vendors or contractors. It's important for elected board members to know that they are always subject to this gift ban, even if they don't vote on the contract. This is because they have the ultimate legal authority to interpret and enforce the contract. So we know the law prohibits accepting gifts and favors from vendors and contractors. Does the law define what a gift or favor is? Is dinner a gift? Unfortunately, Freda, our state's gift ban statute actually does not define the terms gift and favor, so we have to look to the commonly understood meaning of those terms. A gift is an item of value for which you have not paid fair market value, and a favor is some sort of service that is done for you for which you've not paid a fair price. And yes, because dinner has monetary value, it is a gift. Public officials and employees should use good judgment and common sense in determining whether what is being offered to them is a gift or a favor, especially if the giver is a past, current, or potential future vendor or contractor with their unit of government. So here's a question we're frequently asked, especially from newly elected officials. It's whether campaign contributions are considered gifts under the criminal statute. The answer is no. Campaign contributions are governed by election laws, and there's no prohibition on accepting campaign contributions from people who may have contrasts with the unit or matters that might come before them when they are elected. Of course, other criminal laws, such as quid pro quo and bribery, still apply. And Freda, here's another important thing to know about gifts and favors. Many of our local governments are receiving federal funds, such as FEMA disaster recovery funds, or they might be receiving grant funds from another federal agency. There is a separate gift ban under federal law, and it's actually broader than the state law. 
Under federal law, the gift ban applies to all employees and officials and their immediate family, even if they're not actually involved in the contracting process. So board members and their employees and family members should be very, very careful about accepting any gifts or favors from a contractor if that contract is paid for with federal grant or reimbursement funds. You know, Freda, these gift ban rules seem pretty strict. Why do we have such laws? Good question. The purpose of these gift bans is to prevent undue influence by vendors and contracts who attempt to curry favor with government officials to win contracts. These laws also prevent public officials from taking advantage of their public position for their own personal gain. Having these laws in place helps maintain trust in government and gives all vendors and contractors a fair playing field when competing for government business. So do you think this means that no one can ever accept any gift at all? What about a local business that sponsors a Parks and Rec Little League team? We get that question not infrequently. Is this kind of sponsorship allowed? It's important to distinguish between gifts to individuals and gifts to the unit of government itself. Local governments are authorized by law to accept gifts, so gifts made directly to a local government, like sponsorship of parks and rec teams, are entirely permissible. One of the most challenging questions we get involves situations where the law doesn't specifically prohibit the gift. So if the law doesn't specifically prohibit accepting the gift, does that mean it's okay to accept it? There are times when the law doesn't specifically prohibit a gift, but it still might not be appropriate to accept it. For example, a developer invites the county planning director to have lunch to discuss a future rezoning petition. The law doesn't prohibit this since there is no contract involved, but is it the right thing to do? As we always teach in our ethics trainings, there is a difference between what is legal and what is ethical. Just because it is legal, or at least it's not illegal, that does not mean it is ethical. So we always advise asking yourself two questions. First, is it legal? If the answer is no, stop there, do not accept the gift. But if the answer is yes, then ask yourself, is this the right thing to do? You have to decide for yourself whether it is ethical. Taking into account the public's per perception of how you conduct public business and your obligation to uphold the integrity of your office. Freda, I think it's also important for local elected officials to check their local policies to see if their city or county has more stringent gift ban policies than what state and federal law impose. So if their local policy is more restrictive, they definitely should follow that policy. Our final word on gifts and favors is always this, when in doubt, do without. Keeping this advice in mind, will help them steer clear of negative public perceptions and maintain trust in government. We hope this podcast has been helpful. To learn more about your legal and ethical conflicts of interest obligations and, importantly, to satisfy your mandatory ethics training requirement, 
please register for the ethics training webinar that Freda and I are offering in December. Registration is open now and your board clerk can assist in signing you up. Freda and I look forward to providing you with more information to help you navigate the ethical potholes of public service.